This New York Jets betting preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is giving away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hey, it's Peyton Manning, and you're listening to SGPN. Let's rock. The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Uh, hello, Sean. Ta- here to talk about the other New York football oh, team wow. that plays in New Jersey. How come no one ever reminds the Jets that they play in New Jersey? <laughs> I don't know. The Jets to just, uh, I guess, fly under that radar, Ryan. They're, people aren't going out of their way. Hey, I think Jets maybe yeah I don't know I guess they have more of a Jersey vibe already people maybe associate them with Jersey. Growing up, it was like oh yeah they're the they're the Long Island team. Oh really? They got the the, they got the out of here. (laughs) Jets, Mets, Islanders, Nets like somehow the net the Jersey team get lumped in there. Get get out of here. So Sean, we are here to talk about the Jets. Yes. Um, we got a special guest joining us here in a little bit. Well, we also have the 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 tech team prepared something special. Oh, really? For the for the Jets, yeah. We're gonna take the lighting down in here. Little, <laughs> should we do the episode a little darker wow. in honor of Aaron Rodgers? Look at this! Look at this production value. No, YouTube.com/slash/sports the fuck out of podcast. I can't. I, first of all, uh, Aaron Rodgers is like we, we've joked for years about him being the, smoking my weed. Him being the hero in this mm. novel, him being the hero of the story, and, and like he literally listens. Obviously, and he Bust. said, "You know what? People need to hear from the hear from the hero. <laughs> I need to do a weekly spot on McAfee." And then you know what else they need? They need uh, they need their hero to be more uh, accessible. I love New York. I'm giving money back. I'm wearing Mr. New York. I'm calling plays. <laughs> Zach Wilson loves me. They're a little too close, if you ask me. Oh. Uh, this this whole narrative. Look, Aaron Rodgers, lock up your lock up your mom. I know you don't talk mom. to her, but uh, well, Zach well, Wilson. You ultimate know he, twist. He, Everyone he, thinks he goes after the older ladies. Mm. Aaron Rodgers. We don't know what he identifies. Oh, as. okay. Darkness might have changed him. <laughs> He's completely open to it. Saving hey, the good plays for Zach Wilson. YouTube.com slash sports game and podcast. The chat is alive and well. Nicholas Greenwald checking in. Lunchtime SGPN episodes are the best. Might even uh, crack open a beer to enjoy. Hey, Nick, it's it's your lunch break. We're here for it. One uh, of the highlights of working at Hulu was uh, they had kegs in every kitchen. Oh, right. really? Uh, you know, if you're not allergic to hops, it's pretty cool. <laughs> we also have a we uh, we don't have we we don't have a keg. We just have or beers and well, we have a bar and then we have a bathroom that we wash all yeah. the dishes in eventually. Uh, <laughs> hey, 
Speaking of uh, supporting the Sports Gambling Podcast, Patreon open alive and well. Appreciate all the support we've gotten so far. Of course, you get access to the picks sheets. Again, all the picks will always continue to be free, but it's nice to have access to Kramer's uh, spreadsheets in there and access to our Patreon exclusive pick'em contests. We do weekly prizes and season-long prizes, including our NFL win totals contest. Thousand dollars up for grabs there. And again, you're doing your part in the war against corporate gambling. Also got a new sponsor, parlayplay.io. Again, a super fun way to uh, parlay player props active in a bunch of states, including Texas, California, a bunch of provinces up in Canada. If you are a Canadian, a shout out to Canada. We got a bunch of good uh, buddies over in the, uh, in the great, uh, great North. What are you laughing at Ryan? My Shout out to Parlay Play for being the thing that taught Sean what a province is. I, I always I wanted to call it Providences, uh, but there is no Providences, oh. just Provinces. And uh, again, hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. Parlayplay.io. No crazy rollover. Just got to play it one time. I'm on a one and zero streak. Gave out a day baseball win yesterday. Well, based uh, on the softness of these lines, we're gonna crush them in yes. football season. So apologies in advance. Zach Wheeler under five and a half hits. Parlay. Play.io mm. promo code SGP for the hundred percent deposit bonus. Kramer. Yes. Looking at the New York football jets uh, coming mm, off. No, we just call them the New York jets. <laughs> seven There's and no 10. baseball jets. No, I know uh, seven and 10 straight up eight and nine ATS win totals five and a half. We both had them going. Oh, uh, under yeah. at four and 13 felt like a disaster <laughs> year for the jets. It, it's weird. it was a disaster year it for the jets. Was. I mean, the fact that they won seven and 10 against the t- second toughest schedule in the league and they had quarterback. I mean, you look at like any sort of the EP. PA stuff. It was uh, Zach Wilson. And I mean, this was a great Flacco and Wilson, 35th and 36 in completion rate over expected out of 37 quarterbacks. It, Is that good? No, it's not good <laughs> at all. Uh, their Pythag wins were 7.9. So they, in a weird way, they underperformed, but they also had like a couple miracle wins, including that miracle win against the Browns where they were down 13. Yep. Uh, less than two minutes. Joe Flacco pulled one out of his ass. Uh, they also had that Joe Steelers Flacco. win where they came out of nowhere, but they also Don't you lost. Just stop the recap right there. Joe, <laughs> Joe Flacco <laughs> played significant time for this New York Jets team. He's literally old enough to be getting a colonoscopy. There's Ryan, something there. <laughs> last Jets quarterback with a winning record, of course, Mark Sanchez. Obviously, the uh, big news is our boy A Rod coming in from Green Bay. I mean, the defense. By all accounts, should be really good again. Uh, Sauce Gardner, Defensive Player of the Year. This is a, a crazy mm. nugget, Ryan. In 152 snaps and man coverage, how many passing yards do you think Sauce Gardner gave up? It's one of those like uh, peak NFL corner stats, like yeah. 46, 54 yeah, yards. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane that you could just put him on one guy and and just set it and forget it in man coverage. Uh, one of the biggest gaps in offensive EPA and defensive EPA. Thirtieth in offensive EPA, six in defensive EPA. I mean, I think the concern there is that you know the the traditionalist comment is that defense tends to have more variance than offense year mm-hmm. to year. Yeah. I but I guess so if you're high on the Jets the formula is pretty simple of like wow even even if Rodgers who didn't have a great last year 21st in net EPA per play 
if he has Yeah, but Sean, he was mad at the Packers. Yeah. That doesn't well, just, count. just say let's say he has that same year at the Packers. It's a huge upgrade from the quarterback play they were getting uh with, you know. You act like Joe Flacco wasn't one of the five forty Joe point Flacco quarterback did, performances last Joe year Flacco in fantasy did, football. He did ball out. He probably won someone a million dollars. The Jets beat the Bears thirty one to ten. <laughs> I just uh, un, un, unsolicited shrapnel right at the right at the Bears. Uh, yeah. Also, single-digit offensive performances five times yeah. in the season. I mean that—that's just crazy. And uh, again, I think if you're high on the Jets, the narrative is, hey, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Even if it, they're not firing on all cylinders, even if they have some issues clicking, well, it's they're still going to be much better offensively than last year. I guess Brees Hall coming back from that, um, you know, knee injury. They do. They drafted. Can I predict he's the guy that we're all going to be like? Oh, I got to draft more Brees Hall after watching Hard Knocks. Okay. Well, I mean, I, Javante, GPS data. The I GPS data don't lie. So. I don't know what's going on with the injury stuff because Javante Williams, they're claiming is going to be playing in preseason games, and that's like a crazy turnaround. And if you're playing him in preseason games, you must feel pretty good about it. We'll see what ends Wait, up. What, what are you talking about? Javante Williams. You mean Brees Hall? No, no, no. Oh, I'm, you're I'm just, just pointing out yeah. like turnaround on injury times. I wouldn't have. Oh, they admitted they have aliens, which means that's why <laughs> we're going to start using that stuff yeah. in recovery. The, the government's admitted aliens, there. and still, I'm not. I, mean, I haven't read one of the full articles. I'm still busy looking at like training camp highlights of Quez Watkins versus the government actually admitting they're aliens. It's not that important. Trust me. <laughs> Quez Watkins or aliens? The aliens. Okay. Que, the Quez Watkins being good is much bigger news. Uh, in, in it's my personally, it could impact. Sean, me. if the if the Jets scored twenty one points in every game last oh, year, I love how these. many this is, games well, do they lose? Uh, five. Six. So they're they're in eleven. <laughs> they're like the Denver Broncos, <laughs> but the problem is they brought over the guy from the Denver Broncos. To me, the biggest thing I'm worried about is Nathaniel Hackett oh, as the offensive well, we coordinator. I don't I don't feel comfortable talking about Nathaniel Hackett without our guest here. <laughs> All I right. don't. This is because this is going to get too slanderous if we start going down this path. Perfect. Oh, what's that noise? Football right around the corner. Love me some Vegas. Any excuse to go out to Vegas, I'm in. But especially when it comes to signing up for the Circa Millions, the Circa Survivor, $14 million up for grabs, and a great excuse to hang out at the Circa in Las Vegas. August 24th through the 26th, we'll be there. You can come wish Ryan Kramer happy birthday in person. He'll still buy you a shot. That's how good of a guy Kramer is. Circa Millions, such a fun way. Like you and your buddies, maybe you don't live in the same area, you got a group chat going, your gambling group chat. Get your gambling group chat to enter in a Circa Millions contest. A great excuse. Sign up in Vegas. Again, play from anywhere. How could you not just just be all in on this? You get imagine walking around with that giant, giant check, millions of dollars, and a really cool blue jacket. You gotta go. Get all the details, circuitsports.com. And again, we'll be there in person signing up ourselves because we love the contest. Joining us on the line, you know him from Fox Sports Radio, VSIN Live as well, Jet Super fan, Mr. Jared Smith. What's happening, Jared? Oh, man. First of all, I'm so excited for you guys to come to Vegas in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. Like, I think it's probably my biggest excitement. 
Oh, <laughs> us hanging out with Jared. Get you guys in town, man. Oh yeah. Well, uh, you know what it is. He wants to see the length of our tickets. <laughs> we're gonna. You know, he knows we're gonna come with some really, really long. We are. Yeah, tickets. we are thinking of like anytime we're out in Vegas now, kind of having a uh, maybe the bit's called like size matters or something where. Kramer and I see who can put together the longest <laughs> physical paper ticket. Grower or shower? Is that the segment? <laughs> and, and still that hit would it. Be very scary. Because <laughs> you got to still be able to hit it. Uh, Jared, I are you uh, are you getting down on Circa Million, Circa Survivor? What's your what's your take on the contest? Very excited for Circa Millions. It's really hard to win. Probably yes. the hardest thing to win of any contest ever. I think Survivor. I'll have two entries, and I, I don't, I'm, I'm on, I'm undecided on millions. Like I, I, I love swimming in the big waters with the big fish, but I also like winning money, and I feel like <laughs> millions is like a donation um, because you have to go. I think the guy last year that won was like seventy two percent. Yes, for all eighteen weeks. I mean, that is just that's a heater. It's really hard to sustain. Uh, <laughs> Survivor's fun. I, I usually do it with with one of my other buddies, so I, I split it. Um, and I think it's, I think it, I think it makes sense to have two survivor entries because you have one that's kind of like a, like a favorites, a chalk and then one that's kind of crazy because you also have to pick 20 games this year. Yeah. There's an extra game Thanksgiving week and Christmas week. Yeah. Um, they're splitting those up. So it is again, a really, really hard, uh, feat to accomplish. Yeah. Interesting. I, it, it, telling us it's hard. Not even max entering huh? <laughs> ten, 10 survivor <laughs> entries and five, five picks lying around the couch. When, when, Jer- when, when Jared goes 72%, the first thing in my head, you, go, you can do that. You can do that green. Get hot. Get yeah, hot. Get hot. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see you in the standings. You have to. You do have to do millions, though, if you are at all in the industry or tangential, you're right. or you're just. It's almost like you're a coward if you don't do it, right? Like if someone, I, I, I agree. You, you got to get there, that there sort are other of other contests in town that are a little easier. Not like easier, but like less people. Yes, and it you don't have to go historically 75 percent. But you know, too, the college football contests have been um, disintegrating. No one wants to do college football contests anymore in town, which is kind of disheartening, especially for your boy Kobe Dan. I know he'd well, be really we'll talk oh, to yes. Derek about that. Yeah, contest. I mean, Circa's got to get on the uh, the college yeah. contest. They really Circa's got to do a college contest. Again, that, but that's a great point, Sean. We need to start shaming people. Just ask, <laughs> hey, so you the you, uh, how what's you, your entry? No, you don't ask them that. You say how you doing in millions, and mm. when they say they didn't enter, yeah. you immediately judge uh, them. We do. I do want to. I do want to call like whoever has another show that wants to challenge us. I do oh. want to get some like a media Ooh. side pot going, or maybe we can get a bunch of shows yeah. uh, in on one pot and have like a side bet uh, going of who yeah, whose show has the best. No, chari- not no charity. charity. Oh, no, you want to? I want to oh, actually okay. win the money. Right. <laughs> they don't pay us enough for charity, yes, right? Exactly. You have to right. be a millionaire. You have to make millions before you start giving stuff to charity, right? No. Max Center, uh, you know. Jared, let's talk. Let's talk Jets again. Uh, making yeah. their debut on Hard Knocks uh, later tonight uh, against their will. Against their will, <laughs> being forced <laughs> forced to be filmed. Uh, not not like uh, what was that the Clemson story? Uh, not like that. But the 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 the, the Jets will be on Hard Knocks. What's your uh, what's your big takeaway here? Big picture. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers coming in. Is it as simple as Aaron Rodgers is better than Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson? Thereby, the Jets will have to be better this season. Yes, but I am really concerned about the offensive line. And yes. listen, the Jets are the Jets are ready to roll. I mean, 
that defense, and we're going to talk a lot about Aaron Rodgers because he's going to draw a lot of headlines, but man, that defense is absolutely stacked. They arguably have two of maybe the top 15 defensive players in the league in Quentin Williams and Sauce Gardner. You can make a case for each of those players to be the best players at their respective positions in the NFL. And, and, and that's rare to have those two. I mean, the two most important pieces in the secondary or on the defense are at corner and, and, you know, rush edge, you know, defensive line. And they have that top tier talent on defense. And obviously Robert Sala, defensive minded coach, they're a very tough, gritty team. So that side of the ball is completely taken care of. Then on offense, you've got the offensive rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. You have some veteran journeyman receivers that kind of know Aaron Rodgers and know how he plays. I think that, is probably a net positive. And then you have Aaron Rodgers, who obviously is a massive step up from what the Jets have had at quarterback. And you mentioned those numbers, the completion percentage over expectation for um, (laughs) uh, the two guys last year, which is, I mean, it's unbelievable that the Jets were able to come back and win that game against the Browns with Flacco. But then you look at the offensive line and, and the one actual like veteran presence they had last year, Dwayne Brown, who played a bunch at left tackle and was, I'll call it average, well, now he's gone, and they've got some guy named Billy Turner. If Makai Becton can't start at, at tackle, at either tackle, you've got Billy Turner probably starting at left tackle for the Jets week one. And this is a guy, Billy Turner, I'm looking at his stats. He's playing on his fifth team mm. in the last five or six years. And he played. He started seven, eight games for the Broncos last year, mostly at right tackle, and he was below average in pretty much every game. And again, that's the guy that's supposed to keep Aaron Rodgers upright. And then on the other side, you've got uh, Max Mitchell, who's very average at best at right tackle. So I just I'm really concerned about the Jets offensive line in both tackle positions. And if, if Aaron Rodgers can't stay upright, that's you saw what happened last year when when, you know, the offensive line situation for Green Bay was kind of out there. He threw a career high in interceptions. And I think that's what we might see this year is, a, you know, some flashes from Rodgers, but the pressure and the consistency just might not be there at, at that high level. Yeah. I they're, mean, they're also saying that the jets could, I mean, the jets played at a fast play pace last year. Um, historically Rogers played a lot slower pace with the floor. Funny yeah. enough, Michael Four is fast with the jets, but yeah, just <laughs> the expectation that they're going to pl- put, put more plays out there too. If this is true about the offensive line and, and Aaron Rodgers' ability to I, I have so many questions. I, I just think the whole thing is interesting because I started out thinking, well, the I'm out on the Jets. I, I immediately one of the earliest bets I made this offseason when when Aaron Rodgers landed with the Jets was betting that he won't play 65 percent of the snaps at seven to one. Oh wow! <laughs> and, and obviously, your tale of the offensive line is making me smile a little bit. But then yeah. now I've c- completely turned around. When I saw him wearing the full double ear headset on the <laughs> Hall of Fame game, in. I said, "This is a man who's leading. He's giving money back, and oh by the way, he's giving the good plays to Zach Wilson in a meaningless game <laughs> in Canton, Ohio. This is how culture's built." I, and what did I do? I went and I noticed that with hard knocks that I was like, maybe the jets are doing their own kind of hard knock situation. And Oh, they are. And guess what they have in kind of like a very dramatic fashion, Aaron Rodgers, who definitely seems not like a guy who isn't a leader of men all the time, giving a speech to the men. Oh, wow. Look at out. Uh-huh. I'm in what I, now. Now the, the one takeaway from the hall of fame game that I thought was interesting was that Makai Becton was out there getting snaps. Now, obviously he's yeah. been a working his way into shape. He's the definition <laughs> of, of a big question mark, arguably the biggest question yes. mark. Uh, and what he's played like 40 snaps the past couple years. But again, if the guy is in shape and his knee can support that massive frame, 
you love him uh, on the tackle spot, and he's. I think he's the key to the Jets season, as crazy as it sounds, because Aaron Rodgers, the guys, oh, that's scary. the that's guys, scary. the guys, <laughs> the guys in his forties, they play fourteen games on turf. You know, he, he could take a beating if they don't get the tackle situation figured out. And you know, they were coming in. When did they get rid of Dwayne Brown? Because I, you, you, who, who is the tackle that's replacing him now? Billy Turner. Yeah, Dwayne Brown's out. He's injured. I mean, again, this is the depth chart that I'm looking at right now. He's on the PUP. So I, he hasn't been activated from the PUP yeah. yet. Now, maybe he gets activated from the PUP before the season starts. But let's be he's, honest. He's, he's 38, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just think overall, that's going to be the biggest. That's the biggest. And you you mentioned it with Becton. I mean, he came in, I think, at one point at like 400 pounds. And he slimmed <laughs> down dramatically since. But even in the Hall of Fame game, he could only play one or two sustained series and then he had to go to the sideline. He was dealing with a little bit of an injury. Then he came back on special teams. You're relying on him for 17 games. And you're relying on Dwayne Brown for 17 games. And that's where I really think the, the trouble spots are going to come up. If you sustained one injury on the offensive line to one of those tackles, you have zero depth behind them. Yeah. So, so just as much as I want to be really excited about this Jets team, and let's be honest, there is there is a lot to be excited about. I think they're going to get a bump in the hard knocks ratings, <laughs> and you know their numbers going to people are going to bet the over just based on what they see on hard knocks, which makes no sense to me. But to me, <laughs> the biggest concern with any aging quarterback, how well does the offensive line play in front of them? And of the position groups on the Jets, the worst by far is the offensive line. Yes. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett with a aging veteran quarterback oh. in a new situation, what could go yeah. wrong? Uh, well, I guess we saw that with the Broncos last year. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett is to me a little point of concern. I know, I know Rodgers likes him, but uh, you know, when, when the offense was good in green Bay, it was still LaFleur calling plays. If you look at Nathaniel Hackett, his other five years where he was an offensive coordinator for the Jags and the bills, they were top 15 in points. Only one of those seasons. So, you know, I get Rogers likes him, but I don't know if it's, and I guess that would help them. I think Nathaniel hack, as far as Rogers hitting the ground running, knowing Nathaniel Hackett certainly is helpful, but where are you and Nathaniel Hackett and like the play calling, how quick Aaron Rodgers can pick things up. I mean, we saw Tom Brady go to a Tampa Bay team with a similar, like good roster, good plug and play situation. It still took yeah. Brady almost till the end of the year to figure it out. Well, I think that the, the thing that's different, and I guess it's a little bit the same with that Buck situation, is that the Bucks are defensive team. Like, you know, Todd Bowles, great defense. Like, that was the identity of the Bucs. And even when they got Tom Brady, that Super Bowl win against the Chiefs, it was the defense that shut down Patrick Mahomes and was the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. That's the identity of this Jets team. Yep. You bring in Aaron Rodgers, you got Garrett Wilson, you maybe get Brees Hall back. There are some really nice shiny pieces on offense, but let's be honest, that stat you mentioned with how many games the Jets would win if they scored 21 points, <laughs> I think that is the identity of this Jets team. I think they want to rely on the running game. They want to rely on the defense. They want to slow the game down. They want to make it as easy as possible because let's be honest, the best, most efficient, most explosive pieces on this Jets roster are for the most part on the defensive side of the ball. That's what their head coach specializes in. I'm not that concerned with Nathaniel Hackett. He's a veteran mm -hmm. play caller. Aaron Rodgers is a veteran quarterback. I think a lot of those issues that he dealt with in Denver are not going to translate to what we're going to see this year with the Jets offense. I think it's all about keeping Aaron Rodgers 
on the field for as little time as possible and letting that defense do the, do the yeoman's work. Because let's be honest, the Jets at their core, I think, are a defensive-minded team. Well, you mentioned that, and obviously they had very good numbers, you know, EPA, net yards, all that efficiency stuff. They did that without relying on uh, a great number of turnovers. They only had 16 turnovers towards the bottom of the league, uh, which created a negative seven turnover differential. So if they get, and they, I think they had one of the league's worst uh, fumble luck as far as recovering fumbles yeah. and losing fumbles. So if you get a little bit of a regression like that, like let's say, you know, it's negative three turnover differential or even just an even turnover uh, plus minus, that could be a huge swing. I mean, the Jets did it without like tons of turnovers, which I think is a huge sign um, for that defense. To me, it's kind of an interesting handicap, I guess, somewhat similar to the dolphins and the idea of like, they have a good team around them, uh, but it just, Hey, it, can it work with the quarterback? Obviously with Tua, it's a lot of health Rogers. It's, you know, staying upright and, and kind of just the bigger issues of will the offense work? I was, uh, as you were talking, we were, I was thinking on the, the Nathaniel Hackett stuff. Cause if you do a deep dive when he was calling plays, it is a little concerning. And so I was like, all right, let me just look at his staff to see who's going to be maybe calling the plays when it's not working out for him. Mm. They have, they have some guys on like a number of the offensive assistants that don't have pure titles are actually coming over from the defensive side of the ball. The quarterbacks coach spent a couple years in Denver, which mm, <laughs> Uh, you you've got a you know the run game coordinator looks like the like the guy who maybe you could trust. Uh, he's a little squirrely looking guy by the name of Keith Carter, uh, but at least he at least he came from Tennessee when Derrick Henry was kind of peaking. So and you have Todd yeah. Downing in the passing game coordinator. I will say this: the it, it, the nuggets that you read about Hackett's offense also being complicated is the part that scares me. Cause we're at a time in the NFL where these, co- there are coaches that can come in and deploy a system. We saw it with McDaniel Dable. Um, you know, there, there's been a number of off Steichen number of offensive guys. Did I get it right? Sean? Yes, you nice. Did. Okay. Uh, no, nice. number of offensive guys who have rolled out systems that it's like they, they have, Oh, we have a bunch of triangle and uh, trapezoidal pegs. Let's build an <laughs> offense around that. Whereas Nathaniel Hackett comes in. Uh, he's, it reminds me of Ben McAdoodle. Circle peg, thirteen <laughs> personnel. Uh, uh, uh. Like th- to me, when I look at Nathaniel Hackett, I I would never say this out loud, but he looks like a dumb person. Oh, his eyes, oh. the came the came metric. Careful. You're going full Sean Payton on Hackett. Yeah, no, Sean Payton. No, no, no. Careful, no, no, no. He he might be a good football coach, but he doesn't look like a smart individual. That's right. And fair. the and and, and I, some people not. I didn't initiate this, but some asked me to do a K metric analysis. Mm. On Nathaniel Hackett. For those who are not familiar with the draft shows, K metric is a measurement between your pupils. Theory being the further you get um, or the closer you get, the outliers, the less likely you are to be a quick processor, if you know what I mean. Nathaniel Hackett might not be a quick processor. So, if, but I don't care because Aaron Rodgers is in full hero mode. I hear this and I'm like, I don't give a shit. Aaron Rodgers is going to call the offense. That was the issue. He didn't like Mike LaFour's pussy ass, mm. slow pace system. He wants to go bang, 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 bang. And I, I kind of disagree. I actually think the weapons are nice. Yeah. I think the, the, the offense minus the offensive line is nice. It's the D it, everything's nice. 
What the concerns are just purely well, like and, and subjective. Like, well, Robert Sala is being congratulated in the Hall of Fame game before the game. <laughs> What's he being congratulated for? And, well, it's like Robert we, Sala, all-time good guy, nice guy, says all the right things. Is he a good football coach? I don't fucking know. Everyone's happy he got the job. Everyone's happy he has this great roster. Now he's got the target on his back. Yeah. Now he's got pressure. What does a Shanahan disciple do with a good quarterback? Shit themselves. They don't know <laughs> what to do with it. I mean, it kind of like the Lions, like the Jets. Uh, but I'm kind of high on the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird to see this Jets team with expectations, Jared. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like as a Jets fan, ever it, it does feel like they're getting a bunch of hype. And normally I look to fade the hype, but you know, you walk yep. through the roster, you look at the situation. I mean, you know, Rogers, how patient will he be with a younger receiver like Garrett Wilson picking up maybe a, a complicated offense? We saw some of his frustrations. Now, maybe that was just the situation in Green Bay overall. Um, but it didn't seem like he had a ton of patience with the rookie receivers in Green Bay. I guess that's w- nice why they do have some vets there to balance it out. And Garrett Wilson, obviously. Uh, looked amazing, but how do you feel about as a Jets fan coming in with expectations for a good season? I'll t- I'll tell a story. So back in college, between my junior year and my senior year, I lost like thirty pounds. I ran every day, and I got in shape. And I had like a night. Like uh, all of a sudden, I went from like the chubby kid to like not the chubby kid anymore. And everyone's like, "Oh, you're gonna have such a great year." I was in a frat. I was like, "Oh, Mr. Cool Guy." Oh. But at the end of the day, I was still the nerdy sports kid that couldn't talk to girls. So <laughs> despite the fact that I had slimmed down and the, you know, the expectations were sky high for me to have a huge season, at the end of the day, at my core, I'm still someone that struggled talking to women. So that's how I feel about the Jets this year. At their core, they're still uh, losers because they've lost for years and I've experienced uh, all of it. And it scares the living hell out of me that this year, because they got, and don't get me wrong, quarterback's most important position. You get a quarterback, you can win. Now they're just expected to evolve into winners overnight. I'm skeptical. I am very skeptical, boys. Very skeptical. Mm, well, right. I, that's fair because I think if I I, I don't you don't know. want to get you don't want to get your heart broken. You don't yeah. want to come in with no. like oh Super Bowl or bust for this Jets yeah. team, and then I'm not taking the bait. I ain't taking the bait. Well, I've and also to drop in my head too many times. <laughs> you're you're uh, you're the road runner there. You're like I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna eat that seed that's right under that shadow that's being uh, the the wily coyote has uh, has hung up there. Let's take a look at the uh, odds for the Jets coming into the season. Win total set at nine and a half. Make playoffs minus one thirty. Miss playoffs plus one ten. Uh, again, like you know, I got the plus odds on the Detroit Lions to miss the playoffs. Miss playoffs plus odds for the New York Jets. What a time to be alive as a Jets fan. Plus two seventy to win the division. Eleven to one to win the conference. Only eighteen to one to win the Super Bowl. I don't think we. Let's pull up. I feel like we hit on most of the the roster stuff. But if we could pull up that as well. Uh, Do we mention Tim Boyle? No, we didn't. Have didn't mention Tim Tim Boyle. Uh, George Fant's a big loss too on that offensive line. The tackle. Yeah. Club. Uh, Nate Herbig, he's a guy. You know, he's a guy. Give you a couple good snaps there. I do like, uh, and we'll get to him when we talk in the prop section uh, at the end of the show. But Israel Abankanda, yeah, is, uh, he looked really good in the uh, Hall of Fame game. He's going to be a star, I think, especially if Brees Hall misses some time early. 
Yeah, I think uh, we'll get to him when we talk bets, but I think he has like a real flash that. I mean, yeah. we see this every year where like a rookie running back comes out of nowhere and has a fantasy impact, has an impact in player props, even, you know, rookie of the year type stuff if the quarter uh quarterbacks don't get there. But uh any thoughts on top of the draft class, Will McDonald, center guard Joe Tipman? Any expectations from those guys? I mean, Tipman Tipman had some good run out of Wisconsin and I, I like the versatility there. I I, I think Abinaconda, you know, he had a really good career at Pitt. Yeah. Um, and he really flashed, you know, him and Pickett had some really good uh, games together. Um, I, I think that's a kid that could contribute early. And then on the addition side, I mean, listen, you, you talk about turning that receiver group into just a veteran mush Lazard and Cobb. You, you hope you get maybe replacement level from both of them. And Miko Hardman, listen, I, I think Miko Hardman in the special teams game, don't sleep on the jet special mm. teams. Leon Washington is their special teams coach. He had arguably one of the best returners in the history of the league and he did a really good job with the Jets. He could really turn Miko Hardman into one of those. Like that could be a good anytime touchdown bet because you get him obviously in the receiver game, but you also get the return game as well with those touchdowns. So keep an eye on Hardman perhaps as a punt returner, kick returner, uh, extraordinaire on that Jets team. It definitely seems like he's being deployed as a gadget for this team. Absolutely. And boomer bust, home run guy. Yeah, and, and considering like the the depth chart at receiver, uh, where you're you you have a smattering of guys that uh, guys that Aaron wanted to bring with him, and then guys like Corey Davis, who you know former fifth round pick. So it'd be interesting to see how it shakes out. But they, I will say this, considering consider like Alan Lazard to me is not just a throwaway. Thing. I I actually think the Alan Lazard ends up being like their very sure. clear number two. And I think he's interesting in best ball too. To your point. Ryan, because he's he's kind of an afterthought. Everyone just goes, "Oh, Garrett Wilson," and don't really bother drafting some of the other. Rogers likes this guy. I mean, Rogers got this guy paid more than I think he probably would have gotten on the open market. I mean, Aaron (laughs) Rodgers is like Adam Sandler. He's like, "Oh, I'm doing a movie. Give me Rob (laughs) Schneider. Give me uh, all these. Give me my." Yeah, give me my roommate from college. That's the Photoshop. Who, who is in That's every the Photoshop? Movie. Yeah. Get Nathaniel Hackett on there. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett, Lazard Nico. and Cobb. Yeah, he's he's bringing awesome. everyone. He is Adam Sandler. All right, let's talk. B- Billy Turner actually fits that model too because he played 100%. with the Packers, and I think he actually played with Hackett in Denver, and then yeah. came and joined both of them. So yeah. Oh, and uh, Beezer picks in the in the chat pointing out Greg Zerline is still on the squad. We had him oh, under yes. key departures. Uh, he's Oh, he's Jesus. still he's still kicking, and he's pointing out Quan Alexander was a huge loss in his mind. What do you make of Quan Alexander? And then we'll get to the schedule. Yeah, the linebacking group. I think you know Mosley there in the middle kind of kind of underperformed that contract too. I I think they need to get more out of that area this year. The linebacker group for the Jets of the three levels of the defense line, linebacker, secondary. I think it's obvious that the linebacker group is the third. Uh, of those three, and 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 they could use some 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 help in that area. They didn't do a ton in the offseason at that position, so um, they did draft a kid from uh, uh, Western Michigan that I don't think is going to contribute too much. I'll be honest though, they they drafted this tight end out of Old Dominion that I'm interested to see how he does in camp, uh, Zach Coons. But to your original question, the linebacker group is a little bit uh, underwhelming, I think. Zach Coons is a former Penn State guy, Sean. You should be alerted mm. to this. Uh, transferred to ODU just because of the comp, but he's absolutely an athletic freak. I mean, he's every, he's everything that Luke, like the, he, Luke, Dog. Luke Musgrave got the hype because yeah. D one b- bigger program, but 
I I think Koontz has the exact same kind of potential in terms of like he, he won't could, play this year probably, but maybe next year he'll be a practice squad guy this year probably if he figures it he out. Needs to develop a little bit. Fellow physically. Penn State guy, Jared, also a uh, also a Penn State guy. Yeah, we Phil. are. Phil. Penn State. It's gonna there be a big year for the Nittany Lions, boys. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, tickets now. I'm high. I'm high. Oh, on the, wow. I'm high on the Nittany Lions. So guy. excited, Kramer. Do, do, I think we have a sound. I think we have a, a drop of their uh, their their mascot making it sound. <laughs> We have a Nittany Lion in the studio. We have so many sound effects now that match uh, with the mascot. It's very exciting. All right, let's Love talk. Uh, let's talk uh, schedule here. Twenty twenty three Jets schedule. Kramer, what do we got first four? All right, so I mean the first six is a brutal. It's a very brutal tough brutal. start, but I do have a note here. And by the way, second most difficult schedule last year. Um, this year, if you look at uh, by EPA, it's the toughest. Projected schedule, so that that's interesting. And the other note is tough to start, but I believe they are favored in eight of the final eleven. So yep. perhaps they can find their way. And the the NFL uh, slash WWE scheduler maker obviously looking to get the Jets into prime time, which has to be terrifying because if things go south, <laughs> you're just getting your ass beat on a on a very public stage. Uh, Zach Wilson at, prime time at Bills oh, Monday Night Football to <laughs> at Bills Monday Night Football to open the season. At Cowboys, back-to-back road spot early, uh, not the worst time to catch it, but net, that's a tough, tough situation there. Then you have the Patriots, so Cowboys are a road sandwich spot for two divisional, and then you have the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Oh, Obviously, th- this is a brutal, brutal start. And honestly, like we we kind of highlighted how the offense could take some time to get going. Yeah. You got to hope the defense can carry you here. Well, and the defense does seem to have Josh Allen's number. They've played him yeah. really well the past couple of years. I, I do like them at home against the Pats. Um, although, again, you know, what are you doing with the division? Chopping? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I I do think they could go in and win that first Bills game. That I it's tough. I I can't grade the Cowboys a win. Um, and I do think, you know, at home against the Pats, at home against the Chiefs. Hmm, I mean, this, I think I'm going to have to play it slightly conservative because of the, uh, just of the new offense aspect. So, yeah, give me, uh, uh, give me two and two, right? My concern would be that the, if the offense isn't right, will, would they be able to keep up in a shootout with, Teams that project to have a good offense, so excluding the Patriots, basically. So I think there's, you know, the potential that they could run into some problems in three games here. Maybe they get they they get some fortunate outcomes and they win two of them. So I'll say two and two. I think two and two. I think there's upside for three and one. Yeah, I, and I'll, I I also think in the division, I think the way that it's shaped out, I think four and two is possible because I do think that game week 15 against the Dolphins is Tua going to be healthy. Oh, yes, no. Wow. I would say the no might be favored in week fifteen. <laughs> now, as a rival so, to, hey, as a sorry, as a rival to Tua, no, have you uh, immersed yourself in concussion science? So you you exa- <laughs> yes. know exactly what's going on and, and when he should be leaving the field. I, I actually wear one of the big big hats every day because I heard that they help in case Jared, I bump myself into the wall. You know, Jared, so we, Jared, Jared has a uh, he does Tua does have an endorsement with a blue tent company. <laughs> we need uh, to get one of those. Sean. Yeah, we need yeah, one for dude, the those, office. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys have not hopped on the big hat band. We need it. Oh, big um, hat. Yeah, yeah but we we need a medical tent in here. We need yeah, we need a medical tent. We need one of those uh, helmet condoms that you can put on that they wear uh, in training yeah. camp. I like those. That, but how about this for the schedule too? Those first, so those first three games 
against the Bills. And by the way, home divisional underdogs week one yeah. is like the play. And the Jet that that is a home game for the Jets week one. I I, I think that I think that's a bet on the Jets. Oh yeah, our schedule is wrong. Yeah, schedule. It's it's okay. It's okay. Listen, graphics. Apologies. Are so I bring the I sharp in here. <laughs> that's what, but 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 think about the offensive line and the tackle spot that we're talking about could be an issue. Bills, Cowboys, Patriots first three weeks. Von Miller, Micah Parsons, Parsons. Yeah. Matthew Judon. I, I mean, know. that scares the shit out of me as a Jets fan having to face those three guys the first three weeks, and you've got tackle problems. So keep that in mind. But I do think two and two is possible. I think three, I mean, imagine they're three and oh going into that Chiefs game on Oof. Sunday night, and it's undefeated Chiefs versus Jets, Sunday night football. Oh. I mean, that could be like the early game of the year. Everyone's going bananas. Um, and the ratings will be through the roof, but yeah, I, I would say two and two seems pretty fair there. Two and two yeah. feels, yeah, uh, it's like because you can see the high and low. I mean, if they're four and zero, are you shocked? No, but also like if they're zero and four, you could write the narrative of like, well, the offensive line isn't uh, there. I mean, they lost to the Chiefs. Everyone loses to the Chiefs. Patriots, you know, uh, blocked a punt or something crazy in a division game. Like the the zero and four is there as well. So it, two and two Ooh, feels about. Oh, right. I, I don't see zero and four. I don't see zero and four. Oh no, I, oh. Gonna be I think you could. Don't fire, don't let firemen hear this. <laughs> all right. Uh, so again, Bill Bill's at home Monday night. So we're all going two and two. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Next yeah, four at Broncos, Eagles at home, bye week. So I probably okay for them to have the bye week here. Although a true contender would probably want it a little later. At Giants coming off the bye and Chargers at home on Monday night football. So again, that Giants t- is oh, also oh. is essentially a home game. Okay. Yeah, and the Broncos game is going to be the most hyped game of the year. Yeah. What do you mean I that mean, Giants is a home the game? stuff with uh, after the stuff with Sean Payton? I mean that thing's going to be absolutely electric. I would say two and two seems fair here too. You could talk. You Maybe could talk me into yeah. You could talk game. me into three and one. I mean at Denver. Yeah. Denver has Kansas City on deck. So Jets will be coming off the Chiefs game. Broncos have the Chiefs on deck in that spot. So that's that's not a horrible time. You don't love the the Jets at altitude, probably, but maybe late enough in the season. So yeah, I think the Broncos are vulnerable. But you know, you're gonna get the best version of uh, A Rod sticking it to Sean Payton. That was not cool. Coach's name out your mouth. Just that I just um, we need like the the scene from Varsity Blues, but it's Nathaniel Hackett uh, instead. It's fire that fucking pigskin boy. Uh, our, uh, Eagles D line is just gonna eat. Sorry, Jared. Uh, oh. That's a good spot okay. for us. No, and, you, you're hundred percent right. I and mean, Aaron and looks, it's a good thing the buy is after that week. He's gonna need a week off after that game. The well, Eagles and also you want you want to play them after they play the Broncos. Big emotional game. Eagles are on a back to back road spot here. Oh, that's true. But it's they have Miami on deck on Sunday night football. Mm. Some things to note. Just some things to note. Eagles are gonna win that game. I I think this is two and two. I think three and one if they can get that Chargers game. I'm gonna go three and one. I'm gonna go three and one. Jared. I could I could feel it. There will be a lot of Jets fans at the Chargers game. (laughs) No, I I think that what's interesting is the Jets Giants game now turns into some sort of like measuring contest on the ticket sales. Ooh. So I, I would, I will be very disappointed if I see that yeah, what disgusting did you, fucking green <laughs> in the what building. What do you think the uh, split is going to be fan wise for that jets giants game, Jared? 
70-30 Giants at least. Oh, really? Okay. The Giants home game. They don't they don't they cook the books. They only sell like they like they sell. They don't, if they, they know you're a Jets fan, they're like, no, nah, we're not gonna sell it. I don't I don't know if they do this. No, they <laughs> I, they it feels like they do. They absolutely should do that. <laughs> they, they totally should. Uh, so all right, so J- Jets. Official official quadrant, Kramer. Official what do you got? quadrant. Two and two. We'll go two and two. Two and two. Jared, two and two or three seems and one. Conservative. Two and two. Okay. Uh, I think two and two seems seems fair here. I'm I'm leader in the clubhouse <laughs> at five and three. Favorite. Right. Yeah. You're you're crushing it right now. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see this coming. All right. Next up, we got the Raiders on the road, Sunday night football. Then the the Bills on the road, back to back spot there, maybe tricky. I'm sure the Jets won't get into any trouble in Las Vegas. <laughs> then you have I'll be at that game. Oh, Hell that'll yeah. be fun. In the in that'll the be a star. fun crowd base because the the Jets first fans, Jets game ever in Las Vegas. Oh, oh that crowd's gonna be electric. It's so a you, home got, game. you better come into town for the Giants game, Kramer. It's a home game for the Jets. Yeah, lo- loading potentially uh, going to be out there for that. The all right, so back to back road spots, and you have the Dolphins on Black Friday, which there are new. There's some reports earlier in the off season that the Jets might be the every year Black Friday team. So. Uh, Interesting. All very excited to hear that news. Then you have the Falcons at home. So obviously the Raiders we're we're pretty low on the Raiders. That's going to be a Jets home game. Yeah, I, I would imagine uh it's a primetime game if you're ever going to go out to Vegas as a if you're ever going to travel as a Jets fan. That's the trip. There'll be like an up. emotional emotional bro hug between Rodgers and Devontae Adams before the game. He might be a so? jet by then. You never know. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah the way that's he's true. trying to, the way he's trying to get out of Las Vegas. So, he's so, trying to go anywhere. He might go home with the Jets after the game. After they kicked the shit out of him. So I, I guess I'm splitting. Yeah, this is tough because I, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three and one again. Three and me one. Me too. Three and one. Hmm. So you're not worried about the Falcons at all? No. No. Just, is that? <laughs> Jared, real quick sidebar here. Kramer is, and I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of the community is in on the Falcons. Are you with Kramer on the Falcons? Or are you out on this Falcons team? I was before the entire community bet the number. See, oh, yes. Point where it's completely <laughs> I, now I, it seems like an under. I mean, it, what, didn't their win total go up like a full win? Like, yeah, you can't bet an over after that. I mean, it's so hard. Like the margins are so thin with these win totals. If you miss it by that much of a number. You just you'd have to either stay away or bet the under. Really hope I'm right about the Falcons this year. All right, so I I will. I think it'll be better, but eh, it's a tough bet at this stage. I think I will continue to go. I will continue to go two and two. This this Fair. is potentially three and one though. Okay, potentially and three and one. I'll say. So two Kramer's and two. six and four. I'm. Oh wait, that's not right. Uh, six and six. I'm eight and four. Jared seven and five. You guys got to catch up. Buy in. All right, final four. Final five Take Texans, flights. Texans, which is the biggest projected line on the board here, Ooh, which not eight and a half, not a ton of ton of respect there. You know what system the Texans uh, run? Shanahan, same fucking one. Interesting. <laughs> at Dolphins, Commanders at home, at Browns on Thursday night football, and at Patriots. Oof, that's uh. So I kind of had them. This is this is tricky. I think I'll give them at the the two home games are wins. Yeah, the Browns game three and is two be here. tough. Three and two feels fair here. Yeah, and yeah. That gets, them, that gets them to ten for me, which is the over. So I, I think that's right on the number. I'll go three and two as well. Yeah, I think three and two. I mean, again, road Thursday night games are kind of impossible, Very tough. and it's going to be an ugly cold game at Pat's. 
could be tough, but I think between the three road games, you figure out one and then you win your two yeah. home games against commanders and Texans three and two. I got them go. I got the New York jets going 11 and six now, wow. obviously, but I, th- I think there's a big variance on this team, but can you play it? Cause if Aaron Rodgers does, all right, he is older. Yeah. He's, he's lost some weight. He's a little bit more frail. He's out there partying. Got to worry about his <laughs> hydrations. He's already hurting his muscles. No, I mean, I, honestly, for me, I I came in thinking like, why well, I, I want to fade this team. That that was the genesis of me yes. being high on the Dolphins. And obviously, uh, Brian Dable is Josh Allen's brain. So the <laughs> more he's removed from the situation, the less Josh Allen should be successful. So, do yeah. I think the Jets are going to be competitive this year? It would almost not be a Jet seat. The Jets almost need to be in that position where that like so the hearts get ripped out later <laughs> in the season. Like that's kind of how it, it goes. And it, unfortunately, the one thing I don't think we discussed was how healthy their defense was last year. Yeah. They were the healthiest defense. And and that to me is the area I know everyone's going to point to Aaron Rodgers, but a key injury on the defense might, might be just as critical because if they go from being an elite defense to just an average defense, yeah, um, you know, that 21 point trend doesn't work as well. And so, yeah, I guess we're nine and eight on that. Yep. So you're on the under Ryan. I'm Any- such a bitch. I'm, I bet I've ended up so many <laughs> nine and eights. Eight, I know. I, that's why I feel like I got to pick some spots here and yeah, you're having, it takes. does, it so does you're higher than the jets than I, am. I know I didn't, I didn't <laughs> honestly did not see this coming. And I feel like usually it's cause when we have a guest and the guest gases you up for the team, but I feel no, like no. as a fan, Jared is, you know, he's, he's not I'm he's pretty cautious. Cautious. He's guarding himself. He's guarding himself. He's not letting his heart get hurt. The ringer. I'm, now, I'm, if they start two and zero, we'll have to have him back back on and see how he's <laughs> feeling. I'll take a, I'll take a. Uh, I, you know what? I'm just gonna play the over nine and a half wins. Even the division, like, uh, yeah, some of the other. If you stuff, think the Bills are gonna have a down year, yeah, the division number has some upside to it. It does because if they win that game week one, that number will decrease dramatically overnight. All right, so I'll, because I'll, they'll have a game in hand. I'll Jet, put in yeah that that's a, from the from the the like where the movement's gonna happen and honestly yeah. we, we I think we picked Miami at three to one Jets at plus two seventy if I'm being honest I, like the the thesis is more about you know what if what if Buffalo doesn't like I think Buffalo is still gonna be an, a very high variance team and so how do you capture some of that variance you you play I'm the other teams Buffalo I do not like McDermott having to now call the defensive play. Yeah. I do not like the fact that they lost their leading tackler a hundred tackles in the last five years. Tremaine Edmonds, who was their green dot linebacker to Chicago. Like there's a lot of red flags, I think with the bills this year. And then you mentioned, I mean, do we trust Ken Darcy slamming his headset in the booth when (laughs) Josh Allen throws red zone picks? Like I just, I think the messaging and then the, the digs drama, like it just, it, it just, it seems like the bills are trending down. I, I do have it on good authority. I had, I did some deep diving. The Diggs drama is now off my radar of things I'm worried about. I, mm. if anything, okay. I'm I'm higher on Diggs in fantasy. I'm higher on Josh Allen in F- fantasy. No, I just think there's gonna. I think the, the defense variance, is the issue. I well, I think the defense is gonna be not quite yeah, as good because you because you mentioned, and so more explosive plays given up, so the offense will have more opportunity. Like their offense is gonna be great, but I also think Josh yeah. Allen. What you lose with Dable and what you gain with Dorsey, obviously he, Dorsey displayed this, and I, I know we're not on the Bills preview, but that erratic behavior in the booth 
Josh Allen's an erratic quarterback. Mm. So I expect more turnovers and more gifted he did, points. It did feel like he was forcing it there, especially kind of late in the season Absolutely. or in the, in the playoff game. It games. feels like he didn't trust what the next play was going to be, and he felt, I need to make this play right now. Try, yeah, trying to win the. I don't trust what's coming next. Has a quarterback ever led the league in passing touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, and interceptions? <laughs> No. Wait, no, that it's would be impossible. Right there. It's almost Jameis. It's Jameis Winston, if he could run. That's uh, yeah, the Jameis Winston annual award. <laughs> the crab leg. We'll call the, it the. Oh, the that's great. Leg. The golden crab the leg. The crab leg special. Golden crab leg. So, Kramer, you're on the under nine and a half wins. Any other Jets props you like here in the market? I got a doozy, a, a classic uh, super long shot, but what do you, what well, are you sitting on? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I. I, I the first thing I look to is I I gave some of these out earlier in the in the off season, but I, I do think that it's worth taking the under on the Jets scoring this year. Mm. Oh, um, under on total like points. It. Hold on, let I me, like that. Let me give you the number. I uh, I accidentally. These are a Jets fan. He's saying Quinn and Williams, defensive player of the year, thirty to one. I don't, I don't hate that. Yeah, no, I don't hate that. Got some upside to that number. That's tough. It, it I, I get. Is he going to have the counting stats that he needs? That would be my only. Well, he was a top five play. He was a top five player at his position last year. Um, in terms of um, Pro Football Focus ratings, and the guy, the voters take that heavily into account. So Sacks, yeah, he's though. he's matter he's most. one of those guys. Four thirteen and a half. Hmm. Four thirteen and a half, John. Four thirteen and a half. All right. So you're on the under, under total points. Under. Yep. Okay. So it's going to be fun to tally up at the end of the season. Ah, it's yeah. not that hard. You just multiply. So uh, just for reference, that's they're going to need to score twenty four and a half points a game. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to get there. They scored seventeen and a half points a game. Last <laughs> I mean, that's just a, massive, a full touchdown. A full touchdown. Huge increase. And so even if, but they can line. they can be good. With, to your point. Uh, I mean, they could hit their over win total and not get their points wise. So you're kind of you're you're kind of hedging there. You're giving yourself multiple outs there. I'm I'm going. We gave this out early on in the process. I love it even more. <laughs> Give me Israel Abakanda, one fifty to one offensive rookie of the year. I know what love you're it. saying. That's crazy. I would say as a not crazy. I would say as a comp, Alvin Kamara, right? Guy who was a late round pick, uh, third rounder for the Saints in 2017, kind of came out of nowhere, had this involvement in the passing game that people didn't expect coming into the season, some explosive playmaking. A guy that randomly wasn't on, you know, I don't I think if you drafted him that year, you automatically won your fantasy league. Um, I think Israel has that potential, at least at 150 to one. That is a great pizza bet. Mm. Uh just love it. Love super, it. super fun. Long shot. Uh, Jared, it's a any, fun name to say too. Yeah. I, I really have yeah. to, I can feel my brain focusing right before I read it. It's like uh Smith and Jigba. <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot of like, oh, you gotta, love it. Uh, Jared, you over nine and a half wins. Any other jets bets you like props season long? What else, what else you got cooking so, for the jets? I think you have to bet the unders on Rogers props this year. Mm. And for, I, again, 30, I'm seeing this right now. You have to get to 4,000 yards for him to go over his passing yards prop. Um, this is a guy last year that threw for 3,600 yards in an offense that will, he knew like the back of his hand. Now I know he didn't have his best receiver Devonte Adams, but it just, it feels like the jets offense is not going to be this 
wide open Aaron Rodgers MVP type offense, I think they're going to be a lot more station to station. I think the running backs are going to be a big factor. They want it to be a slow pace. They want it to be a defensive mindset. They want the games to be 24-21 type games. They don't want to play these Kansas City Chiefs 38-35 games. I just don't think that's the kind of identity the Jets have. So I think under uh, 39-15.5 was the best number I could find, and then under 28.5 passing touchdowns. And another thing, too, I love betting unders with quarterback passing props because they've been like 70%, 75% hit rates over the last couple of years. They just, they overbake these numbers because (laughs) it's a quarterback and he has to throw and all this. And I think you have inherent value every time to the under on the quarterback props. And then you throw in the narrative of Aaron Rodgers is a step slower, a year older in an offense that I don't think is going to be this air raid type of an attack and i think you got some value to the under on both rogers passing yards passing touchdowns props well yeah. and he could just be like a you know a higher level game manager and put 100%. the jets in it that's in what they very, want him to be yeah just don't make the mistake that zach wilson made last year put the ball where it needs to be yeah no i mean i i think i was i i went I, my first thought when we were looking at when i was looking at props was let me let me see what the garrett wilson receptions and receiving yard props are to lead the league because obviously Aaron Rodgers has carried Devontae Adams. But again, like as you look more into it, it seems like Aaron Rodgers wants to play faster, but no one else wants to play fast. <laughs> like I don't know if Robert Sala wants to play no. faster. And so no way. Shanahan, I mean, yeah, if you use the Shanahanian logic, he's a Shanahanian guy. They Shanahan slowest. So I, I think I like that. I I would co if you had to pick one yards or touchdown, Sean. Oh, for the under touchdowns, yeah. I would to go touchdowns. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that's what I was put me down for touchdowns. Yeah. Touchdowns under. Yeah. I mean, twenty eight and a half is pretty oh, high. Yeah, and, and again, they 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 have good running backs. I think their offensive line again um, with a guy like again a lot of this is dependent on Mackay Becton staying healthy. If Becton gets hurt, just live bet all the unders futures. Just completely short all of my Jets bets if uh, if Becton gets hurt, which is a scary thing because it's it feels like uh, you know he's he's dangling. I mentioned Brees Hall earlier, so yes. it sounds like obviously with would the would the logic behind your Israel Bonaconda bet also play with Brees Hall. You're just out on Brees Hall because the injury. Because uh, he, because there are people who smart people who evaluate prospects who say Brees Hall is a different kind of dude. And I think we're gonna all fall in love with him during Hard Knocks. I think we're gonna he's gonna be the guy that we're like that gets way overdrafted in fantasy because we're watching him run around and it's like fuck. He's running around the hula hoop. He's healthy. Like I, what do he's, well, here, here's the, the thing. <laughs> yeah, you know that drill where they run what? around the, the hula hoop. To, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of that, but I, I'm going to be look. I'm going to be on the lookout for the hula hoop now. In the and guaranteed in hard knocks. We watch them run around a circular thing. That looks like a hula hoop. <laughs> the, my take with lateral uh, movement. He's only 20 to one to lead in rushing yards, by the yeah, way, which my, seems, I kind of agree. It seems my, crazy. So my take on the running back situation and how I think Israel could get there. The fact that they, um, well, a drafted Israel, the fact that they held on to Zonovan Knight and Michael Carter to me yeah. is showing, is showing that they're, they're a little worried about Brees hall. The fact that they're having these Dalvin cook conversations of like, Hey, what's your price, Dalvin? They're taught. They're, I, I, I'm worried that the Jets aren't all in on Brees Hall. So maybe 
Maybe Israel flashes early. Maybe oh, they realize okay. they don't need to give him a crazy workload. Maybe Brees Hall ends up being like a, you know, doesn't start playing until like week five and he's like a eight carry a game guy. And Israel does some crazy stuff in the passing game. Like that's, again, it's 150 to one. So you kind of have to have, and you have to, obviously, offensive rookie of the year, you have to have the quarterbacks not have amazing years either. Again, you know, it's it's one fifty to one, but that's kind of Joe the Douglas formula. done a good job finding these prospects too. You think of the guy yeah. Joe Douglas has yeah. drafted offensively the last few years. I mean, just because Israel's a rookie does not mean he cannot do what Brees Hall did oh. last year in those first ten games or so. Oh, pit, pit running back. I mean, that's the bottom line. Pit running back. All right, another one, another prop. This yeah, is what, do you, what do you got? Should we tempt fate? What do you think Sauce Gardner's interception prop is? I think I looked it up. I think it's like two and a half. One and a half. One and a half. He oh, had two you last gotta year. Go over he had two last year. <laughs> the problem is they don't they don't throw at these guys. This is why yeah, that's true. They're 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 so like it's weird. It's At true. a certain level, when you get to be good enough for cornerback, yeah. your your inter- your interceptions fall off the, the cliff because they don't You're throw right. balls at you. Uh, yeah, you want to go after uh, Sauce Gardner this week or DJ Reed? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean, come on, Reed. So wait, Reed uh, had a good year last year, though. It's actually funny. I, I and and the Jets do like to disguise their coverages a lot. That's one of the things they're better at. So I, I think just for the sake of rooting interest, two interceptions the whole season. That's what he had he last it. year with his electric season. <laughs> I think he goes over one and a half. Yeah, I do. Yeah, if I had to choose a side, I'd take Give over. Me under. Under. Yeah, plus one, <laughs> plus one twenty-five. This is this is a funny bet because with, I mean he need like he's just sure. sure it, this is gonna suck if he gets a pick week one. <laughs> no, if he gets two, get two picks. He gets Josh two Allen picks, throw like, two picks week one. <laughs> right, he does have two games against Josh Allen. Does that factor in? That's true. Could, but true. I just don't think they're gonna go after him. Yeah, no, they they don't. But again, you could accidentally. That's why they're smart with the oh, number. Wait, if it was, they they play Dak too. Jesus, if oh, it was, and then you got Dak week two. This is this bet's done and dusted by the time. <laughs> All right, switch me to the over. Switch right. to the Mac over. Jones in week three. <laughs> Come on, even in that division, Tua, as you know, throws a very catchable ball to offense oh, and yeah. defense. Does Robert Sala have a chance at Coach of the Year? Or is Aaron Rodgers no. in the way? No. Yeah, I, he doesn't. I don't think so. Last year would have been the year if he could take Zach Wilson to the playoffs, but that's yeah. Happen. And and he hurt his case by winning seven games. You know what I mean to some yeah. degree because he's a good guy though. He's an all time good guy. Great like all time like media loves Salah. him. Medium, lo- everyone loves him. No one's like they were. Yeah. They were congratulating him, Sean, before the <laughs> Hall of Fame game. That is worrisome. That is worrisome. <laughs> Just a touch. Yes, but Aaron Rodgers gave money back. So what else will he do for the team this year? It, Will Aaron Rodgers pick up the tab for a pizza party, maybe a bowling <laughs> party for during camp? He's gonna do something. I for that. Jets, I will, I will. Jet skis. For, that's what it is. Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna find out that Aaron Rodgers bought his offensive line jet skis. I was gonna say, uh, like <laughs> the offensive line, Christmas time they open up. It's a gift certificate to a uh, trip to Peru for an ayahuasca retreat, and you got Mackay Becton in a ayahuasca retreat. So, something wacky. That, that might be, yeah. Like uh, he's gonna get his gift will be unique, and maybe <laughs> that's another running segment. What gift will this quarterback get his offensive line? We Ooh. can uh, we can maybe pencil that in for some of the other previous. All right, a time. lamp with no. Light bulbs, so you yeah. can do darkness retreats, right? Yes, it's a blackout. Nice, curtains. classy, like you know, antique lamp, but no light bulbs. <laughs> All right, time for everyone's <laughs> new favorite segment. Oh, I That's love right, this. the MLD. Who is the player 
or front office member, even owner. We had our first owner uh, last night. Most likely to be oh, wow. busted. I didn't think of the owner. <laughs> we check the rules. Owners can be suspended owners, for yeah, gambling. Count. Yeah. Yep. Okay. To be suspended for gambling. I will go first. Uh, maybe. Of course. Maybe. Or do you want to go first? No, right? no, no. Okay. I, I I think you should go first. My MLD is, and maybe this is chalky, but I couldn't get away from this pick. Give me Zach Wilson for MLD. Obviously. Oh, yeah. If you're willing to break bro code and hook up with your uh, your your buddy's mom, what what is sacred? And also, he fits the profile, right? He he grew up in Utah. He went to college in Utah, BYU. Got big city lights. He's got some extra time in the meeting room now that he's not starting. All of a sudden, he's a big Aaron Rodgers fan. He's taking the over in Aaron Rodgers' uh, touchdown bets because he, know, he, he doesn't want to get in the game. Zach Wilson is not a fan of uh, having to. See the field, Zach Wilson, MLD for the New York Jets. Uh, Jared, what do you got? Who, if you had to uh, a hypothetical Ugh. of who might get in trouble, who would you who who are you thinking? So this is funny because I, you know me, I take my I take the analysis uh, very very seriously. This yes. is the first time I've ever been given this assignment before <laughs> um, to pick a, a DGen. So I I tried to find something some strand on somebody that maybe led me to believe that they might be a closet degenerate. Mm -hmm. And I immediately looked up the religion of some of the players, because Ooh. I always think to me, devout Catholics, the ones that went to Catholic <laughs> boys school and that were dealing with rigid, all yeah. of these rigid rules, yep. their entire lives and lived this Catholic lifestyle. To me, that means they might be a little bit degenerate behind closed doors. Greg Zerline, Catholic, grew oh, up in a Catholic household, went to Catholic elementary school, and he's a special teamer, which means he doesn't do a whole lot during practice. He's sitting on the sidelines and he's trying to find some extra excitement in his life because let's be honest, guys, you live a religious lifestyle. A lot of times you paint in between the lines and sometimes it feels good to paint outside the lines, right? Greg the leg, Greg's Greg the, Greg leg. the legs locks. You know what a great it's a segment that writes itself. Great example, and it might be up on our Instagram, but there's a, a Catholic school like one block uh, away from us. A shout out to St. Dominic's, and nice. uh, on Super Bowl they had a big sign. You know, normally it's like the mass schedule or what's going on with the Catholic school kids, but it said Super Bowl <laughs> squares available. So <laughs> I think you're, I think you're I think you're onto yes. something. And maybe Josh can pull that from our Instagram page if you if you did look look around the Super Bowl date. That Those was about religion. I'm telling yes. you, they and that they, was a similar. So buttoned up all the time, they just like to let loose. Yeah, I get you got to cut loose. Similar uh, similar angle there. Kramer. So uh, oftentimes I will start with the special teams, and while I didn't yeah. land on Greg the leg, mm. I did stumble across a hilarious story about a different Thomas Morstead who tried pretended to be Thomas Morstead when I he was on the Morstead saints. <laughs> so there was a fan named Thomas Morstead who tried to pretend he was the punter Thomas Morstead while he was on the saints <laughs> to get into the building. He got arrested for trespassing. I it's obviously not, but it, it just cracked me, <laughs> cracked me up. Cause it's That's like, wow, awesome. imagine trying to impersonate uh impersonate a punter. I also did stumble into Leon Washington, who you mentioned earlier, uh, yeah. special teams coach and former Florida state running back because he was involved in some controversy about uh, some like uh, sports card where the picture on the sports card had him making some sort of uh, obscene gesture. I think he was flipping people off. 
And so it sold for a whole bunch of money, but that's, <laughs> that's not where I landed because this one was obvious. And Sean, when you came into the office, puffing your chest saying how you have an obvious and easy MLD, this yep. is home run material. Uh oh, what are we, what are well, we? we're pulling up the visual of, of uh, St. Dominic super bowl squares. Oh, okay. Post. Yes. Nice. This, this proves my point <laughs> that those devout Catholics, yes. they are D gents <laughs> so doors. Hashtag digits only. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. For, for what it's worth, <laughs> I, I will I will say that that's not it's not very degenerate to say that Super Bowl square squares are for sale. I would uh, available <laughs> is a more degenerate way <laughs> yeah. to advertise that. Yeah, no. All yeah. right, so back to you puffing your chest. You're saying it's easy. This was this was easy. You know why? Because when I pull up the 2021 Iowa State roster and I oh. see Mr. Deck, <laughs> Mr. Deckers and his seven dollar and fifty cent bets, you know who I see in the backfield? Well, actually, I see two things. Stay tuned for the San Francisco 49ers episode because he was backing up on Brock Purdy. Uh oh. But you know who the running back was? Mr. Brees Hall. And what have we wow. known from athletes who have a little too much time because they're taking time away from the game? In Calvin the Ridley, I'm looking at you. <laughs> you went from out with a little sadness to out with a year of gambling because you had too much time on your hands. What has Brees Hall been doing? Got a lot of time. Fucking about yeah. it on the apps while he's rehabbing his leg. Mm. If we find out that last year while injured, he placed some college football bets, maybe a couple parlays, maybe his oh average bet God. size is only 10, ten and a half. Sean, we need the we need the big girth uh, bet size. Bet, bet size is girth. <laughs> Ticket length is is the length, obviously. Uh, so, Brees Hall, you are the the most likely to be a DGN on the Jets, and I I like this one almost makes too much sense. I I didn't I even like think it. I didn't even think on the guys who were injured, because what else are you gonna? I mean, I I can tell you this. I hurt my leg a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Was sitting around. What I'm ripping off a underdog draft. So yeah, of course. Well, well of course you're gonna fire some bets off. Well, that was like our listener who um <laughs> this is an all timer. He uh he he slipped on his kitchen oh, floor, threw yes. out his back. I think this is Jason. Oh. He's a diehard Eagles fan, and he's sitting there with like a pulled out uh, uh he pulled his back, he's lying on the kitchen Wife floor. Wife wasn't home. Wife wasn't home, he did have his phone, so he immediately fired up a best ball draft. That <laughs> <laughs> was just Drafting there while on the floor. Shout out to you, yep. Jason, fellow Hell Eagles yeah. fan. Uh, Jared, it was awesome to have you on. Make sure you follow Jared Smith on X, aka Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. Uh, where else can people check you out, Jared? Yeah, live on the line. Um, most days during the week. Uh, schedule is going to vary come football season, but right now it's every weekday uh, on all your Bally uh, Sports Regional networks, and then every Saturday morning, Fox Sports Radio. Excited to get. Um, the college football show back up and running. I think we start back up officially with college football programming in two weeks, uh, but Fox mm. sports radio noon Eastern um, or nine Eastern till noon, six Eastern or six Pacific till nine. I, I'm terrible with Pacific and Eastern time, but you get the drill three hours leading up to kickoff every Saturday on Fox sports radio. Good time. Super oh, fun. All over the all over the map. My business schedule is crazy these days. But uh, I was gonna say, follow him on social because he he puts out a nice personal schedule graphic. I like mm. it. I do. Yeah, I have so, a new graphics guy. Nice. Me. <laughs> and also killing Grinder. it, killing it with the uh, no run first inning, yes yeah. run first oh. inning. 
lot Love of Nerfy. lot of great data Love there. Uh, check those out. Look at you complimenting Appreciate another you man's spreadsheet. Yeah, <laughs> don't get jealous, Ryan. Hey, get uh, Kramer's spreadsheets uh, and the uh, exclusive Patreon only picks contest. sportsgamepodcastcom slash Patreon. Uh, we'll be back again. Two days continue. YouTube.com slash sportsgamepodcast. That subscribe button. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, the second the money green. He's Ryan. Jeff's probably sh- the Jets shouldn't shouldn't think drink the water. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride. Watching football. Who do you want to win? The goddamn Jets.